So joining us on the line now is uh, Laurie Dudfield. Good evening, Laurie. You okay? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. Fantastic. Um, and as I said uh, earlier on, we get our guests on to talk about their careers and what they're up to now. Um, and Laurie, looking at your careers, you, you, you went to a number of clubs, um, <laughs> never really settled at, at one. Um, probably your, your, your most, you played the most games really for Notts County. I mean, what do you remember about your time down at, at Notts County? Was it enjoyable? Uh, yeah, it was, it was enjoyable. Um, obviously, you know, quite a traditional club, oldest club in the world. Um, you know, it's a really enjoyable time. However, from a football perspective, obviously it wasn't a great time for the club. So, um, you know, we, we were fighting relegation, mm-hmm. um, certainly the second season in particular. So, many, many memories, and you know, we didn't get relegated, which was, was obviously fantastic, but it was uh, it was kind of a transitional period for the club. Yeah. Was, that just, was that just before Sven Garner Eriksson got involved? So. Oh, sorry, say again, sorry. Was that just before um, Eriksson then? Yeah, I remember that. Sol Campbell didn't last very long at uh, at Notts County, unfortunately. Um, no, I, I mean you you moved from there to go to to Cork City. Just how different was playing in Ireland compared to the the lower leagues of English football? Um, do you know what? I expected it, and without being too disrespectful, I expected it to be not so much easier. But um, you know, I, I wasn't sure what the, the standard would be like with it being full time for so long in England. Um, but I was amazed when I went there that you know the players there that have gone on to make a career in particularly in the Premier League and Championship. Mm-hmm. So there was Keith Farhi at St Pat's. Um, we had uh, Dave Mooney, who's obviously a few clubs ready and is now at Leighton Orient. Um, David Myler was there, never played a game for Cork because the young lad was coming through and went to Sunderland. Um, there was Seamus um, Coleman. Yeah, I think I remember David against Seamus. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so, and James McLean as well. So um, there were some really kind of players that went on to have really good careers. So the actual kind of convertible talent out there was, was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um the, the 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 level of you know maybe the, the level of play and things like that over there then so it was pretty similar which you didn't find it too much of a, a difficult transition then to playing a, a different league. Uh, no, I didn't actually. The, like I said the standard was very hard. It, probably the most difficult thing I found was I was going uh, pre-season time um, for England, obviously the English clubs. Um, yeah. In Ireland, it was the middle of the season, so I was actually kind of fighting to catch up with fitness straight away. I would, would have normally come back for pre-season training and they were halfway through the league season. So that was probably <laughs> the hardest thing to, to that I really kind of faced. Um, you, you spent a bit of time at Hull as well um, in the early yeah. part of the, the 2000s. Um, you know, scored a few goals for them uh, during the two years you were there. Um, what are the memories of playing um, for Hull City? Um, well, I think fantastic, really. Um, I, I was um, I went there as a signing, didn't really know what to expect. My first kind of venture into what you call regular first team football, and um, went to a club that six months before that had been locked out of their own ground, which is just something you know. I was at Leicester, and never heard of it, like yeah. that. Um, wasn't really sure what to make of it. Um, went there, was really impressed with Adam Pearce and, and Brian Little, who I met, um, fantastic people, um, fantastic football people as well. Um, and so I went there and. Um, you know, again, another transitional period really for the club because 
started there under Brian Little at the um, at Boothry Park, and then I finished under Peter Taylor at the KC. So <laughs> we changed managers, we changed grounds mid-season, which was obviously another yeah. one that's kind of unheard of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that no, was a great, great time, and I think that was the platform really to to really kick the club on up the leagues. You know, they, once they got that ground, there, there was no looking back really. Mm. Um, I'll, ju- I'll just pass it over to Chris Laurie so I don't steal all of his questions. <laughs> uh, it tends to happen. So. <laughs> Hi, Laurie. Hi. Um, I've, I, well, since retirement, uh, you've gone on to be Nottingham Forest community manager. So, what does that involve? Do you go around the. Uh, Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I went, well, I kind of. Um, I went all the way up, really. I went from playing professional football to working voluntary for Nottingham Forest for a bit. Mm working casual and that was a real kind of you know I've gone from I'm sure every football I'll tell you you go from working effectively two or three hour days to all of a sudden I, I could be doing nine to nine yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's sort of minimum wage so it was a real kind of um, eye opener but um, it was good it's been a good grounding for me um, effectively now as community manager I, I'm pretty office based now um, but I, my role is to kind of um, develop into schools academies primary schools um, local businesses um, from a community perspective, you know, we send um, teams of coaches into schools. Um, yeah. Really, we work with five-year-olds up to probably ninety-five-year-olds. If I'm honest, but I think one of the first things I did was was um, came there. And I saw this project that said extra time. I thought, oh, it sounds good. It'd be a five-a-side or something like that. And it was actually a team dance with over seventies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, uh, you know, again, uh, it was great. You know, and, and, and to be honest, I've not missed football since I finished. I've, I've loved every day and. You know, I'm really lucky that I have that in the job that I, I enjoy doing. Yeah, because you did briefly come out of retirement to help uh, Jason Lee. Yeah. Yes, I, well, Jason's one of the best mates, so I, I thought I'll give it a go, and I couldn't commit because I was trying to obviously work my way up at Forest yeah. um, as, as much as I would like, but I must admit, I did enjoy it. Not enough to come out full-time when I had me a contract in the summer, but I was pleased to help him out, and I was one for the time my career, I was one of the more experienced senior pros and mm-hmm. I kind of enjoyed that if I'm honest um, it gave me something else to, to go at so um, but yeah I enjoyed it that was enough for me and um, back into retirement again yeah and, you, and then you, you had a brief spell at Corn as a manager is yes. management uh, something you want to go back into or is it yes and no I um, I think what Corn taught me is that I really enjoyed it um, I think when you get no disrespect to that level but when you get there you need the right club and unfortunately yeah. I was at a club fantastic infrastructure great people around it chairman was brilliant however there was you know I got certain things about you know in conversations about playing his grandson and once things like that happen it, you kind of it, it takes away the realism of it and um, we had a few run-ins with that and ultimately it was sacked um, I, I did look at I did apply for the, the catching job because that's what I started my career yeah. in the summer um, and I was picked by um, Dean Thomas so that I think if there's a the right club out there where in Raleigh where something I mean I wouldn't just I'm not the kind of person to apply for any job you know if the right no. job's there then I'll go and have a look and and, and see if it works for both of us. Okay, and uh, you, I read that you started a company called Icons Experiences. Is that still going? Or is that? Yeah, so Icons is um, um, an events company basically. Just something that I've done in the um, in my spare time really. It's mm-hmm. um, probably more of a hobby. I, I mean, I've always gone to events, you know, some after, after dinner events and things like that. And I, I just started thinking, well, the, the contacts I've got and, and obviously based around the Forest Football Club, I thought, 
I'd like to try something like that. And we put on a few events, do a few golf days with a football yeah. team, kind of ex-Forest players. Um, and then a couple of big events with uh, Carl Foch um, last right. year as well, which was really good. So, um, so yeah, we've been involved. It's really into boxing, he probably won't talk about that. Paul's really into boxing, he might want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's good. It was, it was some, a new venture for me to go into, you know, my life's been out on uh, football, but, but mm. to, to listen to him, I, I, I was generally really interested in what he had to say, so it was good. Well, I'll pass you back to Paul. Thank you. More questions. <laughs> um, you've actually stole all of mine now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's been a, a pleasure to have you on, Laurie. Um, thanks very much for giving your time up. Uh, we'll let you get back to your evening. Hopefully you'll come on again in the future and we'll be able to... Uh, uh, we normally have Mike and Owen on the show who've probably got loads of questions for you but are both full of flu. No, that's <laughs> great. Thanks for having me. No, enjoy the rest of your night, Laurie, anyway. Okay, thank you. Thank you.